0: The parak continues to discuss the halachas of registration on the Quorum Pesach and who's eligible. Um, This Mishnah will discuss a number of interesting sort of what-ifs, unusual cases. And I'm going to first present to you the structure of the Mishnah without really explaining the different cases so you see how it's structured, and then you will go back and I'll go through the specific cases. So the Mishnah reads Ha'onin. That's someone whose relative died that day. Again, I'll go back and explain each case specifically in a moment. Someone on a rescue team excavating a collapsed building in which somebody could be dead. And also someone who was promised they'd be let out of jail that day on ere Pesach, but they're still in jail. Someone who's unwell. Someone who's and a sick person or an old person who is able to eat a kazayas, All those cases alein, you're allowed to sheth the pesach on their behalf, I and mean, they can be included in the registry. However, al Kulan for all of them ein you can't have them be the only person registered on this particular animal. view as a pesach de pesul, lest something happen. Each case, its own story which would lead to the Pesach being invalid because this person by himself can't eat either Kazayis or um, the whole animal to themselves. Okay, so the Mishnah says now, going back to each case, first is the Onan. Aninus is the state that a person is in on the day that one of his or her seven relatives die. Um, the seven relatives for which one is... Required to be mitabel to go into Velas 4. So those relatives are one's father, mother, brother, sister, son, daughter, or spouse. Now, on the day they die, the living relative is an Onen, and Mita that Aninos extends out the entire day on which the person died. That is to say, it continues on even after the burial. This is a little confusing because if you have experience with this, unfortunately, so then you know that a velus begins after the kvur, after the burial. But an onen, in this context, is someone who is, what's relevant here is that the onen is restricted from eating the Korban Pesach. The pasuk says, in reference to Meisr Sheni, unrelated to Pesach, in Meisr Sheni, that <laughs> when you do the vidui, you you confirm that you didn't eat from Meiser Sheni in a state of Oni. That's Aninus, and it'll turn out a, a, a Kol Shekein. If you can't eat Meiser Sheni in a state of Aninus, because you, so then all the more so, you certainly cannot eat um, Kadeshim, Carbonus, including the Carbon Pesach, in a state of Aninus. So that means for the whole day, on which a person's relative died, one couldn't eat the Carbon Pesach. Now remember. The Korban Pesach is shechted on the 14th, and they were talking this, about this person being an Onan on the 14th, which would mean on the on the 15th, meaning Leil HaSeder, the aninus has ended, and now he could eat from the Korban Pesach. The thing is that Midorah Banan, Aninas extends into the night after that day, meaning the whole day, including after the three stars come out, um, that full, full night is included in the Aninas Midorah Banan, the reason why is because psychologically the day hasn't come to an end, even though halachically it has as the day progresses. So although it's true that in, in normal circumstances mid one could not eat mysarsheni, kajim, etc., on the night that follows the day on which one's relative died, that's only a And the rabbis, understanding that the obligation to eat the Koran Pesach and to bring the korban Pesach is a it's significant one, so significant that there's a karis involved if one doesn't bring the korban Pesach, so they when they set up their Durbanan structure of extending Aninas into the nighttime, did not include a restriction from eating the Koran Pesach. And therefore the point is that a person, this person who's the Onan, although he can't eat now, he could eat, he's eligible, um, at least he's eligible on on, uh, on, on Leil HaSeder, and therefore we can include him as one of the Menuyim. As we saw in the structure of the Mishnah, we're going to say that we shouldn't have him the, be the only person for whom this particular animal is assigned to. Now, the reason for that is, according to the Baratunur, who learns like Rashi, we're afraid that he's liable to still come to be matam himself later on, um, exposing himself to the corpse, which, would because it's his relative, maybe he be involved in burial, etc., and that, of course, would then um, prohibit him from being involved in, to eat the corpse in Pesach, even then afterwards, the tumor of would extend for seven days. So since we're afraid he may come to matam him himself, we're not going to let him be the only person on this animal, unless no one's eligible to eat it. The Ramam learns a little differently. The Ramam learns that um, we're not afraid to come to matam him himself, and that of course would be important enough, I mean if the person had already buried their relative, I meaning the relative would have been buried, I should put it like that. So there's no there's no chance for them, no reasonable chance of them being exposed to tumah unless they go back to the to the grave um, However, the Ramam learns that because of um, his Great um, anguish, his mental anguish, having lost a relative. He simply won't have the appetite to eat. That's the concern. Um, and if he can't at least the kozayas, certainly then we should not be shach n'kor pesach on his behalf, and therefore we will let him be part of a registry, but not be the only person registered on a given animal. That's the one. Next is the mafakeh hasagal, literally means someone who's um, who's who's um, searching out a collapsed. Uh, 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 the is like a pile, a pile of rocks. The idea is that we have a building here. The building's collapsed, according to Bartonora. The building's collapsed, and someone was inside the building. And now this is like a rescue team ex- excavating from the building to perhaps hopefully save the person inside. And the concern is that right now, as the recover- the search and rescue is going on, it's the 14th of Nissan, and we're going to check on this person's behalf. But it could come out that when... The search and rescue guy reaches the person trapped within, he'll find the person trapped within is already um, is dead. And that being the case, it would make him and of course, he couldn't participate in the korban Beisach. And therefore, at the time of the Shechita, which is where Mishnah is governing here in the first sentence, his status is still questionable. It's a suffolk. We don't know, is he tami or tahor? Is he eligible or ineligible um, because of the tumah? And therefore, we're saying, yes, you can shechtun him because of the suffolk, but you um, shouldn't make him be the only person lest they come to the psul. And next, more than that in a bit. Um, next, we have, someone who was promised to be let out of prison on the 14th in time to participate in the Seder. I guess even truth is even on the 15th if it'd be in time for Seder. He was getting out. So again, the story is we're assuming he'll be eligible and therefore we're going to include him, but we don't want to be the only person because maybe they won't let him out after all and then we'll have a Pesach without anybody assigned to it. Yeah, um, the Barat learns... That the case is what we're talking about. It's Gentiles who are holding this person in prison because maybe they won't let him out after all. But if it were a Jewish um, court which imposed the imprisonment, like to force him to give a get or something like that, so then um, certainly we we trust that the Besdin would let him out in time for Pesach later, and therefore there's no sfekas here at all. Rather, it's considered a certainty he'll be out as promised by the Besdin, and that being the case, he's is eligible and likely to eat the korban Pesach as anybody else. And that being the case, we would allow such a person to be the only person registered on the korban Pesach. And finally, you have, you have um, a sickly person or an elderly person who at current could eat a Qoram So since they can eat it now, we will um, include them in the registry. Um, But we don't want them to be the only person registered because we're concerned that they're situation could turn for the worse according to one shot and therefore they ultimately won't be able to eat a kazayas um, and another approach is that even if they could certainly eat a kazayas remember if, he, if he's registered as the only person on this on this animal then he has to eat the whole animal Harkhila, not allowed to leave over the nose or are left over till the morning and we're doubtful that such a sickly or elderly person could consume the entire animal to themselves and if for the dinner will be you could include them on the registry but not them as the only person registered on this animal. In all these cases, the Mishnah says, <speaking in Hebrew> you can shecht on them. I mean, I mean you can shecht the Korn Pesach, having them included in the registry. <speaking> in <Hebrew> but not by themselves. <speaking in Hebrew> Lest the Korn Pesach come to be invalidated because no one could eat it. <speaking in Hebrew> and therefore, the Mishnah continues. I didn't say this up to now. Now a new thing. Um behen <speaking in Hebrew> If it turns out, after the fact, meaning, after you shech on their behalf, it turns out they're unable to participate in the Korban Pesach, the din will be, putur melasos Pesach Sheni. They won't need to um, bring a Pesach Sheni because they already had the Pesach Rishon, this Pesach, brought on their behalf. In other words, remember, we've said it before, a number of times already, even if one doesn't eat the Korban Pesach, he's not obligated to bring a Pesach Sheni. It's only if he didn't bring the Korban Pesach, that he has to bring a Pesach Sheni. So, um, that would mean for example um, the onen at the time he shachted, we thought he would be eligible but he went and was matam himself or he simply couldn't bring himself to eat when the time came around um, as far as the the person out of, coming out of prison um, we thought he was going out of prison so then he's good as out in terms of halakhli but he ultimately couldn't eat it and same with the sick and elderly people they were eligible at the time because they could eat the kazais just ultimately they didn't weren't able to at the end so in all those cases they were they were um they fulfilled the mitzvah of the Koran Pesach, although they failed to eat the kezayas from the Koran Pesach. The exception is, Chutz bagal. The exception is the guy who is searching through the rubble. Tame because the concern is here that ultimately when they, this person finds the body in the rubble, so then he will be, have been tame all along because he was being ma'il, he was standing over at some point over the corpse, and therefore were concerned that even at the time that it was animal shechted on his behalf, he already was tame. therefore he already was ineligible, therefore he himself isn't eligible for the Pesach Rishon, rather, since he's a Tame Mace, he's a classic, he's someone who has to, after the fact, you find out, he's someone who has to bring a Pesach Sheni. Truth is, by the way, on this case, so the bartender learns like how I described it, therefore the bartender wants to explain it, um, that we're talking about a case where the pile is somehow, you know, like kind of like, let's say conical around where he's moving around all the time over the rubble. And therefore, it's basically a certainty that he passed over the corpse at some point during the excavation process, says so the Bartinora, if it's say, be a long, skinny um, ruin that fell. So then we don't. Then he worked systematically through from the one end to the other. Since we don't know at what point in the excavation process he passed over the corpse where he was at the time of the shchita, so it's very possible that he hadn't yet come to pass over the corpse um, at the time that it was shechtnu's behalf, and therefore he would be exempt um, or at least masafik. It's a doubtful case, and therefore he would not be allowed to bring a pesach sheni because maybe he was already um, already was Yotse, He did his fulfilled his obligation when. It was brought the first one, the basic reason was brought for him because we don't know if he was Tama yet. And the Ram learns the case is slightly different there, where he's um, it's an old collapsed ruin. Um, he's excavating it now, and there's simply a doubt of whether or not there's any corpse, there's any corpse in the ruin. And then it'll turn out that if there is a corpse found, then we find out he was tell me along and with the same kind of qualifications. Okay.